0: Well, hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. I am your host, Kath Bakui. I am a mum of three young girls, a physiotherapist for women with 15 years experience, and I have an online community, Fitness Mama, which helps to provide pregnant and new mothers with the exercises, support, and resources they need to move from the overwhelm, the physical aches and pains of pregnancy, the weakness felt after birth, And instead, we replace that with the comfort and confidence they need to get their bodies and minds strong again, so that they can get back to doing what they love with a bubba by their side, whether or not that's running around with the kids at the park or running the next marathon. Episode 9, Protecting Your Pelvic Floor During Pregnancy How do I protect my pelvic floor during pregnancy? Should I do pelvic floor exercises during pregnancy? Or should I just wait until after I've had my baby? These are two really common questions I get asked as a pelvic floor physio, which is fabulous because at the end of the day, I think everyone listening to me today wants to help set themselves up to be dry, to not leak urine, and to be able to hold in wind and feces. I sat down today to record this episode to answer these questions. And my initial intention was to do a whole episode on pelvic floor during pregnancy. But to be honest, after jotting down a million notes, I thought, you know what, this is all too complicated. I had written down too much information and I felt that delving into everything about pelvic floor during pregnancy, it can be overwhelming. So I'm going to split it up into little bite-sized pieces, because I know there's nothing worse than listening to a podcast episode which seems to ramble on and on, and that's not what this podcast is all about. So everything today is hopefully going to be super simple and easily digestible. So ladies, the answer to this important question, how do we help protect our ever-important pelvic floor during pregnancy but first before diving in there is something super exciting that is happening in the next few weeks five days five ways to prepare for labor is a free five day event starting on monday the 30th of november 2020 these five days will leave you feeling more confident and empowered about your upcoming childbirth experience so in these five days you will learn about active birth positions what are some positions you can use during labour? Perineal Massage You will learn what perineal massage is and how it may help to reduce your risk of perineal tears and episiotomy. And also how to do it. You're also going to learn about the TENS machine which can be used for pain relief. As well as pelvic floor essentials to help with your pregnancy, birth and after birth recovery. So as a women's health physio, everything I will be sharing in this free five-day event are things I believe every woman needs to know when pregnant. To really help with her childbirth and afterbirth experience so it's super exciting and to register for this free event head to fitnessmama.com forward slash challenge so that's f-i-t-n-e-s-t-m-a-m-a dot com forward slash challenge and the link is also in the show notes right let's get into this episode so how do i protect my pelvic floor during pregnancy Hopefully, after listening to this, you'll have a few take-home messages that you can action today. So firstly, let's get onto the same page about our pelvic floor muscles. So the pelvic floor does sound like one muscle, but here I am actually referring to a group of muscles and connective tissues that form the base of the pelvis. And these tissues help to support our internal organs, such as the bowel, the uterus, the bladder, and they also surround all the openings they can help with the closure of these openings which is why they do play a large role in helping to prevent prolapse which you might feel as vaginal bulge or lump or perhaps a dragging sensation inside your pelvis but also they have a role with continence in simple terms for keeping you dry when you cough sneeze laugh or move so back to our question how can we protect our pelvic floor So in this situation, we have what I call controllables and uncontrollables. So there are things that we have control over and there are things that we don't have control over. So I'm not going to dive into all the things that we don't have control over today. So this includes what sort of labor you have, whether or not you need an instrumental delivery such as forceps, your genetics and your hormone levels, just to mention a few. So at the end of the day, it is so good to keep in mind that if you are experiencing issues with prolapse or incontinence of any sort, it isn't your fault because there are so many factors at play that we potentially don't have any control over. And it's not a simple matter of getting your pelvic floor muscles stronger but having said that i really do implore anyone who does have any of these concerns to go and see a pelvic floor physio and a trusted doctor because it's certainly something that you may be able to manage or seek treatment for so what are some of the factors that we do potentially have control over when it comes to protecting the pelvic floor during pregnancy So the first thing that comes to mind is the impact that coughing and sneezing can have on the pelvic floor. So when we cough, there is a lot of downward, extra downward pressure that goes through the pelvic floor. And you can imagine when you're pregnant, you've also got the added weight from your baby and all the extra fluid and everything else. So all of that is resting on your pelvic floor. And a lot of women do say to me, oh, I don't have any issues with incontinence but I just do leak a little bit when I cough. So ladies, this is super common, but I don't think it's something we should put up with. And if you do experience some light leaking with coughing, it is definitely worth seeing a pelvic floor physio. Coughing is one of those things that we might not have control over. But let's say, for example, you're finding that you're coughing a lot or more than usual. In this situation, seeing your doctor to help work out what the issue is or managing perhaps some medications, all these things might definitely help. And the other controllable, the other little tip is if you do feel you need to cough or sneeze, to do a little pelvic floor lift beforehand, before coughing and sneezing. And this little lift can help to support your organs before you cough, which I know might be impossible if you sneeze suddenly with no warning. And I wonder, have you heard of the knack? The knack is the term used to describe exactly what I've just said. So if you can feel a cough or a sneeze is about to come on, do a little pelvic floor lift pre-cough or pre-sneeze. And you might find that is really helpful in protecting your pelvic floor against those extra downward pressures. So the next thing to be aware of when pregnant and wanting to protect your pelvic floor is avoiding constipation, looking after your bowels and avoiding that downward strain. So this is probably a whole topic that we could talk about for an hour. So I'm just going to summarize a few things. When we are pregnant, we have pregnancy hormones circulating our body that can make the bowel sluggish. And when you combine that to postural changes that might happen as your belly is growing, constipation can be a big issue during pregnancy and it's really common So again, this has some of those elements we talked about before. We can't control our hormone levels, and we can't control certain postural changes and mechanical aspects as well. However, there are a few aspects we can control, so let's dig into these. So when it comes to looking after our bowels, our diet and how much we are drinking immediately comes to mind. So being aware of what you're eating, how much fiber you're having, how hydrated you are can play a big role. And this isn't my area of expertise but we are getting a dietitian onto the podcast soon so we will dive into all things pregnancy and diet then. And then another two things which we can potentially control when it comes to managing constipation are perhaps things that are less commonly discussed. So being aware of our posture and positioning on the toilet can be really helpful. So the way the bowel is positioned means that if we can get our knees above our hips, this can help to improve potentially the position of our bowels and make it easier to pass a bowel motion. So if you think about the fact that humans used to be hunters and gatherers and we used to squat on the ground to open our bowels, and then think about the height of a lot of modern toilets. I've had clients who have had chronic constipation, who have then gone on holidays to countries with squat toilets, And they have found this has made the world a difference to how easy it is to pass a bowel motion. So we can't all have squat toilets in our home, but what we can do is check to see if your knees are above your hips. So if you're short and you've got a high toilet at home, get a little stool to pop your feet on and see if that makes a difference. So don't just lift up your heels to lift up your knees, actually try putting your feet on something to get your knees above your hips and then the other trick is putting your elbows on your knees and taking a few deep breaths this helps to relax the pelvic floor which can help with the opening of the bowels and i like to tell my members moo to poo which totally sounds weird but the thought process is if you're mooing like moo or (laughs) I was not expecting to moo on a podcast but if you're mooing then you're not holding your breath and if you're not holding your breath then you're not straining down you're hopefully relaxing your pelvic floor so quickly in terms of the getting the knees above the hips this position might not work for everyone so if you have an issue with prolapse You might find a different position more effective in opening your bowels, depending on what sort of prolapse you have. So, again, if there's any issues with prolapse, please go and see your pelvic floor physio to get it properly assessed. And I also haven't mentioned heading to the doctor and checking over medications. So, when it comes to constipation, there's a lot of things on the market, whether or not that's stool softeners or perhaps bulking agents like Metamucil, but what works on one person might not work on another. So always chat to your doctor or pharmacist before taking these, just to make sure that you've got something that works for you. Right. So the last two things that might help with protecting your pelvic floor during pregnancy are avoiding things such as super heavy lifting and avoiding high impact exercise. So I'm not going to talk about this in huge detail today as it is an area where research is a little gray and this could again be a whole episode unto itself. But in terms of lifting my recommendation is similar to that of the constipation. During pregnancy try not to lift anything that requires that grunt or that downward force through the pelvic floor. So if you need to hold your breath you could potentially be straining downwards and putting that extra pressure downwards. So what super heavy lifting means for one person might be totally different for the next person, depending on your level of strength. And this is something that I discuss with a lot with my members during our live workouts together. So our workouts are done from home with very little equipment. If an exercise uses weights, one person might be holding a tin of baked beans from the pantry which incidentally can offer a great workout. But then another member might have a set of four kilogram or six kilogram or larger dumbbells. So no matter what weight someone is lifting, I talk through the principles of how to lift, how to manage their breath and how to become aware of any excess pressure straining downwards through the pelvic floor. Because I'm not the sort of person to give a blanket rule for everyone, but instead I like to adapt each workout based on individual levels of strength and capabilities so to empower people to know what works for them is so powerful so we have just talked through quite a few different ways of helping to protect the pelvic floor without even discussing pelvic floor strengthening so that is definitely next on the list let's get strengthening the pelvic floor muscles ladies there is some research pointing to the potential benefits of doing pelvic floor muscle training during pregnancy to help reduce the risk of developing incontinence and prolapse issues so my top tips is to firstly go and see a pelvic floor physio for a personalized assessment and treatment program not everyone will have the same issues some women may need to strengthen other women may need to learn how to relax their muscles And some women may need to learn how to do both. So if you're already confident you're doing your pelvic floor correctly and you just need a bit of extra motivation or perhaps you're unable to go and see a physio face-to-face so you might live regionally or rurally Or perhaps it's just not the right time for you at the moment. I totally get it. The next best thing is to try to fit in regular pelvic floor exercises. So it's not all about strengthening. We've got quick lifts. We've got long holds. We've got relaxation exercises. And this is something I teach in detail in a module inside Fitness Mama, my online membership for pregnant and new mums. So relaxation exercises are great to do during pregnancy. Teaching a pelvic floor how to relax as well as strengthen is super important. So a few tips. When I think of relaxing my pelvic floor, I like to think of drop and flop, letting the tension go. It can help to relax your tummy muscles too. Because often you might find if you're used to sucking in your tummy muscles gently, your pelvic floor might also have some tension in them. Just talked about relaxing the pelvic floor muscles when you're on the toilet passing a bowel motion, and it's the same sort of thing. When you're doing a poo, you don't want to be holding in tension in your pelvic floor. And when you're pushing out a baby, you also don't want to be holding in tension. And it's really interesting to note that there are so many different forms of relaxation strategies that are taught during pregnancy, but whatever form of relaxation works for you, so visualization, deep breathing, body scanning, it doesn't need to be anything fancy. This relaxation helps with all over body relaxation, but it also helps with pelvic floor relaxation. So a combination of relaxation and strengthening exercises, be it strengthening, quick lifts, long endurance holds. This is something we do at the end of every single workout inside Fitness to Mama. But it is simply not a matter of doing a few quick lifts here and there you often hear people saying do some pelvic floor every time you're at a red light or do them when you're on the phone but this is often not enough to work your pelvic floor in a way that's going to be beneficial i find it's like cleaning your teeth it's a relatively boring activity i I totally admit it and it's a bit of a chore but cleaning your teeth only takes a couple of minutes and we're all in the habit of doing it two times a day. And this is really where we want to be with our pelvic floor. So rather than 10 seconds here and there at a traffic light, it would be great to be able to get into a bit of a routine with your pelvic floor so it can become a lifelong habit. If you'd like help learning about the different aspects of pelvic floor strengthening and relaxation, or perhaps you just need that extra motivation. Then come and join us for a free seven days and dive into the module all about pelvic floor and core. So just head to fitnessmama.com forward slash free. Rightio. So ladies, we have talked about coughing and the knack. So that pre-cough pelvic floor lift. We have talked about managing constipation, including positioning on the toilet and relaxing your pelvic floor and mooing to poo. We've talked about the benefits of pelvic floor strengthening and pelvic floor relaxation. One thing we haven't talked about today is perineal massage. So perineal massage is the massage of the perineum. And the perineum is that area between the vagina and the anus, which becomes stretched during pregnancy. And this is sometimes where a perineal tear or an episiotomy might occur. There has been a bit of research demonstrating that perineal massage done from 35 or 36 weeks onwards in pregnancy may help to reduce your risk of a large perineal tear or an episiotomy. So I will do a future episode all about perineal massage because it is too much to cover now. But if you would like to find out more, do come and join me for our free five-day event, which is happening on the 30th of November. So really soon. So five days, five ways to prepare for labor. And day two is all about perineal massage. So ladies, this list or what I've talked about today is by no means exhaustive, but I hope it has been helpful for you to think of a few things that you can start to do today to help protect your pelvic floor during pregnancy. Whether or not it's booking the appointment for your GP to discuss your constipation or coughing. Whether or not it's booking an appointment with your pelvic floor physio to discuss any concerns with leaking or prolapse. Or perhaps you're going to delegate two minutes at the end of the day when you're lying in bed about to fall asleep to do your pelvic floor exercises. And trust me, you'll be sleepy afterwards. And remember, if you do want to learn about perineal massage, tens for labor, active birth techniques, and more, then sign up for my free five-day event, Five Days, Five Ways to Prepare for Labor. If you found this episode all useful, I would love for you to send me a DM on Instagram at fitnessmama. It would be amazing to hear from you. So that's it, ladies. My team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode with all the links at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash podcast. Have a fabulous day, everyone. And I look forward to you joining me next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.